Let us pray. Incarnating God of compassion, open our hearts to hear laughter and tears. Allow us to be present with you this evening as you make yourself present with us. And bless us now as we ponder your words in our hearts. Amen. Tonight, the theme is Strangers No More. And I wanted just to begin, it's more of a reflection more than a sermon per se, but I wanted to begin with a little bit of what we call Midrash. And in the Jewish tradition, a Midrash is a story about Scripture rather than Scripture itself. And there are all kinds of Midrash out there. They're often very creative. And um, one of the ones that I really like begins in Genesis because Christmas Eve is sort of the culmination of the story that first started in Genesis. And one of the ancient Midrash stories is that in the Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve at first were covered in scales all over their bodies. And at the moment they ate the apple, the scales fell from their bodies And all of a sudden, they awoke to the pain and vulnerability and suffering of being human. And so part of the, what that meant was that all of a sudden, they felt separated from each other and from themselves and also from the divine. And so one way of looking or reading this ancient scripture is reading it from the perspective of healing that separation, that which separates us from ourselves, from each other, and from God. And at first glance, it may seem that it is the the pain and suffering that does that. But then we get to Christmas Eve and an incarnation of God that suffered and felt pain with us, felt that vulnerability. And so... Here it is, Christmas Eve night, Jesus Christ is born, God becomes incarnate, becomes a human, just like us. And I love this story because for me, Jesus is a God that I can relate to. And perhaps a good teacher because he is so vulnerable in his own living. And he used his own human fragility indeed his mortality, to teach us something of divinity and what God is and how to be and become more godlike in our own lives. He chose to offer a compassionate response even when his life was threatened. But there's another story that is, I feel, important on this Christmas Eve night, which is that a lot of us, we grow up hearing the stories of of Jesus as perfect somehow. And yet there's that lovely story in Scripture of the Syrophoenician woman who comes to Jesus and asks him to heal her daughter. And Jesus says, no, my healing is really only for my people. And the Syrophoenician on her woman says, raises her voice and dares to say, well, even the dogs under the table deserve the crumbs from the master. And Jesus had to pause. He had to recognize that this person who seemed at first strange and foreign him outside his tribe, maybe she too belonged 
within the sphere of his ministry. And he told her that because basically she had called him to account, her daughter was healed. But I love this moment because when we talk about no strangers no more, there are these acts of growing and becoming in which in recognizing when we treat someone else as strange or other, there is a, a separation, that vulnerability that we are afraid of. And when we dissolve or release that, suddenly we're able to connect. And we are indeed strangers no more to each other. And Christ, both in coming on this night and in his life, not only in his birth, but in how, how he lived his life, guides us in that way. There was a, at the very beginning of Advent, our congregation together learned a song from my godfather, Declan. And Declan is a Church of Ireland minister. He's now retired. But I had the delight of getting to go home to Ireland earlier this year and visit with my mom and my brother and my godparents, Declan and Heather. And Declan, one day we were waiting for Heather to do a bit of shopping at the grocery store And I got out of the back seat and jumped in the front seat to talk with Declan. And he decided he would teach a song because singing is one of his favorite things. So sitting in the front of his car, I took a recording of Declan teaching me a song that he wrote on the bus in Nepal. And he was supposed to take a train, but the train wasn't working. So he hopped on a bus and he was on a bus for 13 hours going up the mountains. And so he taught... The song that he wrote was the Namaste song, and I'll just sing it so that those of you who have traveled with us through Advent know it, but the words were, Namaste, I see, Namaste, how did that go? I see God, Namaste, God's in my heart too, Namaste, Jesus, your good news is true. Namaste to Jesus in you. Thank you, choir, for helping. <laughs> Lovely. You do. Well done. I love that. Yes. So um, the, 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 the words, though, reflect that there is God in each of us, the spark of the divine. So in a way... God incarnates not only in Jesus on this Christmas night, but there is something of the divine in each of us. And in that greeting, that namaste greeting, we recognize that. It's a Hindu greeting, but it is ancient, but it acknowledges that spark of the divine, that thing that we have in common, not only the joys that we experience, but the vulnerabilities too. And in doing that, in greeting the divine, perhaps that is a moment when When the scales fall off, we are able to connect across and really, truly see each other and welcome the stranger. Especially now, as we prepare to spend the holidays with family, it can be a challenging time. And sometimes our own families can be the biggest strangers to us. And something I recently heard, uh, it was by Ellen Langer. She talks, she's a professor of mindfulness, but she, she talks about how if you notice 
three things, new things every day, that is about being present in the moment. And she says this is particularly helpful with people who may be getting under our skin a little bit. If you commit to noticing three new things about that person, suddenly you realize that the things that you thought you knew about them, maybe there are still new things to learn. And maybe in that noticing and noticing that something new, we learn something new about ourselves because we were able to notice that thing. And in that noticing, we suddenly arrive in the present, a witness to all our own vulnerability, whatever that is, the suffering, but present to the other person too and able to bridge the gap between us in some way. And that is always a holy thing. So whatever it does for ourselves and allow us to transform ourselves in that moment, incarnate the divine, celebrate Jesus, namaste within us and the other two, it is a glorious moment, however long it lasts. But each of those moments is precious and worth honoring. And to conclude my this evening. I seem to be going in and out a little bit. Is there something I can do, Ken, to help? Nope. Perfect. Stand still. <laughs> Super hard for me. Oh, all right. We'll, we'll notice how, how easy or hard that is. But I, we, I, will, I will endeavor. Uh, well, the podium will keep me here because I want to read a poem. And the poem I want to read is called The Whistler, and it's by Mary Oliver. And because it talks about reading something strange and someone she thought she knew, it is perfect for this evening. And so I'll read it and then just reflect on it. But it's this glorious poem, and I believe she wrote it about her wife. All of a sudden, she began to whistle. By all of a sudden, I mean that for more than 30 years, she had not whistled. It was thrilling, At first, I wondered who was in the house. What stranger? I was upstairs reading, and she was downstairs. As from the throat of a wild and cheerful bird, not caught but visiting, the sounds warbled and slid and doubled back and larked and soared. Finally, I said, is that you? Is that you whistling? Yes, she said. I used to whistle a long time ago. Now I see I can. I got a little too far that way. I know her so well, I think, I thought. Elbow and ankle mood and desire, anguish and frolic, anger too and the devotions. And for all that, do we even begin to know each other? Who is this I've been living with for 30 years? This clear, dark, lovely whistler. And what a lovely thing that even those who we feel we know most intimately can be a stranger in our house and surprise us with all kinds of joy. 
And on this Christmas Eve, during this season, as we equip ourselves for everything that will come in this coming year, may we find ourselves surprised by joy in ourselves, in those we love and know, and in those we do not yet know, but maybe we'll get to know. In God's name, amen.